Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. Yesterday, the new Ontario Conservative government issued their first fiscal update. Finance Minister Vic Fidel outlined a number of initiatives designed to reduce the deficit, which currently stands at $14.5 billion, a reduction of $500 million since the government took office. There was a number of initiatives designed to eliminate an additional $3.5 billion in expense over the next year. While the government's aiming to balance the budget, they didn't provide a concrete plan or timetable for doing so. Of particular interest to real estate investors, the government is also eliminating rent control on new rental units to increase housing supply across the province, but says rent control will remain in place for current tenants. The new policy will be a reversal of sorts from an initiative the previous level government put in place about a year ago, which imposed rent control on all buildings constructed after 1991. Under rent controls, landlords are limited this year to a rent increase of only 1.8%. The problem with rent controls is that they treat the symptoms, not the root cause. This is a housing affordability issue, and rent controls are designed to maintain affordability. And the problem is that they're trying to solve the wrong end of the problem. Investors who are stuck owning property that's now rent controlled will not willingly choose to lose money. The profit margins on rental properties are very thin to begin with, and when combined with the constraints placed on them by lenders, the investor is assuming a ton of risk with little financial upside. No investor who knows how to use a calculator should ever make an investment that has a high chance of resulting in financial ruin, and yet that's exactly what the government is advocating landlords to do. The problem is that government is indexing the rent increase to the rate of inflation, but most expenses that landlords experience are increasing faster than the rate of inflation. Landlord's number one expense is actually interest. Interest rates have gone from 2.1% to 3.9% on a fixed five-year mortgage over the last two years. That's a near doubling of the interest cost, yet we're still stuck with a 1.8% increase on the rent. Let's look at a simple example of a property that rents at $1,200 a month and has a mortgage of $200,000. The interest rate increase over the last 18 months alone has added $187 per month in cost to the property owner, and yet the property owner is restricted to raising rent by only $21.60. It doesn't add up. So when mortgage rates have increased that significantly over the last couple of years, with several additional rate heights forecast in the future, landlords who were making very thin margins already are going to be forced to cut corners elsewhere or lose money or both. Next, let's look at electricity rates. They went up an average of 14.8% from 2008 to 2017. That's 14.8% per year for a total of 133% over that nine-year period. Then the previous government under Kathleen Wynne took an additional $40 billion of debt obligations in order to reduce the electricity rates in 2018 by 26%. So that had the effect of reducing that average increase over the last 10 years to only 107%. Yet landlords are restricted to increasing rents by only 1.8% a year. If you own one property, a financial hit isn't all that bad. You know, even if a landlord loses a couple of hundred bucks a month on a single property, that's probably survivable. But if you have multiple properties and you fast forward a few years, the multiplier effect year after year of being out of step between growing expenses and your rents, the outcome is absolutely catastrophic. At the peak, I had seven rental properties locally here in the Ottawa market. Today, all of those have been sold to owner-occupants. So that's seven fewer properties that are no longer in the rental market. 
and the decision to sell them was purely economic. I don't know how many others have sold their rental portfolio. I've started buying rental properties in Alberta instead. We closed on one in August. We got another one closing in December. It makes more financial sense. I am not restricted to investing only in the Ottawa market or investing only in Ontario. My capital can go wherever it chooses. And I'm going to place my capital where it makes the most financial sense. That's just good business sense. So the government's choice to eliminate rent controls on new construction was intended to stimulate construction of new rental stock. While it's welcome... It will help units at the top end of the market. The underlying problem is the affordability remains unchanged. The problem is that land is too expensive. Affordable rents are the result of simple math. You can't get rents of 1000 a month if the property costs you 400000 and you're borrowing funds to finance the property. We're treating the wrong end of the problem. The rents are the symptom, they're not the root cause. If you can make land more affordable for development, then you can absolutely get affordable housing wherever you want it. If government decides to take land that it owns and lease the land at a fair rate for affordable housing, it can derive revenue on an ongoing basis from that ground lease. Government land, otherwise, if it's sitting vacant, generates zero revenue. You eliminate the $84,000 in development charges that exist today in the city of Toronto the developer needs to pay for constructing a new dwelling, and you allow the developer to build a good quality product using competitive materials and trades, and you'll have affordable housing. It makes sense financially for the developer, and it makes sense financially for those that seek affordable housing. You can then define a range of rents that that finished product needs to meet, and make it an auction, and allow developers to bid for that revenue stream, and you'll see real business people respond to those incentives. As you're thinking about that, if you're having conversations with your local politicians about rent control, think about creative solutions because they're out there if there's the political will to make it happen. In the meantime, have a spectacular day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.